I, I want to go back and close out uh, in the teaching on the mount of Jesus, Matthew chapter, chapters 5 through 7. But I want to just anchor down in, in chapter 7 and verses 24 through 27. Um, Jesus is concluding his teaching on, on, the, on the, 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 the encouragement to pray. He wants us to pray. God delight us in praying. And if you're not spending time every day in prayer, Start spending some time with him in prayer. Uh, the family that prays together stays together. And then he talks about the golden rule. Amen. 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 If you want folk to be nice to you, then you be nice to them. If I want Sister McClendon to be sweet to me, I need to do a plea the pre-unauthorized strike and be sweet to her. Mm. That's right. Some of y'all are salty and sour and you want your mate to be so loving. You know, Golden rule as you want. And then also there are two ways. He's talking about the narrow way and the broad way. And, uh, and then he talks about false teachers and preachers. False prophets. And then he talk about false professions. Everybody say, Lord, Lord, ain't going to get in. Amen. You have a lot of religious uh, 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 imposters. And so he said, you got to be right. And then he comes to the final one. He said, let's read out loud. Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 27. All right. Let's read. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine... And do it them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat up on that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and do with them not shall be likened unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Amen. The grass withered, the flower fade away but the word of our God shall stand forever surviving the storms of life amen you may be seated amen surviving the storms of life uh, tomorrow uh, we as a nation will celebrate the life, labor, and legacy of a Baptist preacher named Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who led our country in one of the most stormiest times of our history during the civil rights 
period. And then this coming Friday, uh, we will be inaugurating our 45th president of these United States of America, Donald Trump. And some are already preparing for what seem to be some storms ahead. <laughs> Amen, amen, amen. There are many Americans, there are some Americans have already went to Canada because they are anticipating Donald Storms. Everybody may have a problem, but Russia, like he and old Putin is getting along well. They have a bromance already, but for China is getting ready, and many Democrats getting ready for a could-be political storm. Uh, one writer said that uh, we are in a storm or coming out of a storm or, or just going into a storm. But he said that life is a series of storms. M. Scott Peck in his book, The Road Less Travel, says, life is very difficult and people need to accept that reality. Job said in Job 14 and 1, man that is born of a woman of a few days and full of trouble. Thus the child of God must develop a strategy on how to survive the storms of life. And whether you are ready or not, they will come. We, we, we made it through 2016, but we don't know what holes in our lives for 2017 and, but storms will come. That's why a lot of times you see empty pews at church because people hit a storm and they stop going to church. Amen. But storms are just part of life. Death, divorce, disease, desertion, unemployment. It's just part of life. It's part of life. Amen. That's part of life. And what I love about God, God is so wonderful in his providence that he never let all of us go through the storms at the same time. Amen. He's, he, he's secular. Amen. In, his, in, his, in the storms of our life. And uh, some of you, some people sitting beside you would really be surprised if they knew the storms that you've been through. Amen. Some, some people be surprised to know the storm that you're in now. Amen. Amen. Because life is just filled with different storms in our lives. And what kind of strategy do we have in our lives to survive the storms of life? They are coming. Amen. They are they are coming. And you can't drink your way out of it. You can't smoke your way out of it. You you can't turn the music up loud enough to get out of it. It's just part of life. How can, we, how can we develop a strategy 
uh, that we can survive storm. Well, first of all, uh, we are all builders. We are all building. We are all building something, good or bad, but we are all building. <laughs> Amen. Uh, the impulse to build come from our Creator, from the smallest ant uh, to the eagle, all of animals, and even man. Uh, we are builders by nature. Uh, the largest building in the world in Dubai. We are builders. We are building something. See, the life you're living, you're building something. And, uh, and, and be careful as to what you build. Uh, every time I go down uh, uh, and I look at people, uh, how, how they are living their lives so loosely. And then they are surprised when their building is all jacked up. Amen. Amen. Uh, this is why young people, this is why Solomon says Ecclesiastes 12 and 1, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Because many people have built such shabby buildings in their youth, they are still struggling with the shade today. Amen. But we are builders. We are all building something. It's part of our nature. Even if you don't build nothing, you build something. <laughs> take you a moment to get that one even if you don't build nothing you done built something because we all building nothing amen amen some people you some people they ain't got nothing they mad because you trying to build something amen that's that jealousy but we are all builders builders by nature it's part of our dna to be building something. We, when, when those of us who are married, we got married. We chose our, 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 our we men, uh, I got married. I chose my wife to build my life with. All right. I didn't say it like that. You know, I was lost, but I just saw and said, wow, I want you at my, but I, I, now that I'm refined now. So when I married, I saw her, I want to build my life. Amen. Because I wasn't saved. So the first time I saw my wife, I wasn't thinking about her political leanings, you know. I was just looking. Hey, all right, anyway, get back to this. And uh, but now I chose her to build our life together. Amen. Amen. Five children later, and eleven grandchildren, and one great grandchild, and hundreds of thousands of acres. Y'all got to y'all help me right along there. I just thought I add that in there. All wells. I'm just speaking it. Amen. All wells and apartments all over the world and building. I'm just speaking that this morning. Got to build something. Amen. Ask your neighbor, what are you building? See, what are you, what are you building? Because we are building something. Now, all you singles, be careful who you choose to build with. Amen. And I, I'll be doing next month is family. Uh, uh, preaching month. I'll be dealing with all family and stuff next month. Lord, the lay is coming. But two, be careful who you choose to build with. You'll mess around and some of you all have chosen a termite to build with. Amen. So be careful who you choose to build your life with. But we are builders. Amen. That's why some of y'all don't say nothing. You're mad because you chose Amen. The wrong person, you thought you were getting a great deal. And now it turned out to be an ordeal. 
And you are hoping for a new deal, amen. But we are builders, amen. Well, bless the Lord, amen. Amen. We are builders, amen. And then, and then, and then secondly, uh, look at the foundation of the building. The most important part of a building is the foundation. And uh, I'll never forget when they start pouring the foundation for this building, myself and, and, and Sister McClendon and Reverend uh, I mean, Deacon uh, uh, Common, Glenn, and Sister Neighbor, we were out here. They started pouring this back slab uh, uh, at, at, I think, 2.30 in the morning. And we were out there watching them. You know, boy from East Texas like to watch pull. <laughs> Amen. Foundation. Amen. You, see, you, if your foundation is messed up, uh, the building going to be messed up. Amen. That's why every time I go down on, on MLK and Guadalupe, that big building they build on the corner, they build there, they went way down in that hole to build. Because the, the taller the building, the deeper the foundation got to be. And, and, uh, and that's why some of you, you're building a little rocky because you're, you don't have it on the right foundation. See, Amen. But our foundation is Jesus. I said, Jesus is the rock of our foundation when you read Isaiah chapter 28 verse number 16 when you read 1 Corinthians 3 and 11 uh, he is our foundation he is Jesus Christ amen that's our foundation amen we that's why I'm not hung up all these Hindus and Buddhists and Muslims because they built on the wrong foundation and if your foundation is wrong, your building going to be wrong. And, and every believer, our foundation is Jesus, and he is the rock. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, uh, Matthew 16 and 18, I say unto thee uh, that thou art Peter, but upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. He, he, we, we believers are building on Jesus. He is the rock. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. You can shout longer than that. Amen. Amen. You're not building on some kind of political agenda or some kind of economic philosophy. We are built on Jesus because people will come and go. But Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is my rock. Well, bless his name. Amen. That's why we can, we can shout. Because our foundation is Jesus. He's not going to change. Amen. People will change on you. Amen. Now, a lot of young people think people are just exactly who they say. But those that have been around know people. Amen. There, there are some folk in my life I never would have thunk it. Amen. But they change. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. But he is my foundation. And that rock is Jesus. Don't, don't get all mad at folk. Amen. You better build on Jesus because there ain't no telling what people may do. Amen. I never would have thought Don King would have supported. Okay, no. But, uh, but you got to build on a rock. Amen. And our rock is Jesus, amen. It's not some uh, philosophical subjective is, and we know who our rock is, and he is Jesus. Amen. That's, that's who our rock is, Jesus Christ. 
Can you say Jesus? Because some of y'all look like you'll be, amen. Get, get away from your academic, academic uh, preparation. It's good, and I'm glad I have my education, but my foundation is not my education. I'm glad of my ecumenical background, but my ecumenical background is not my foundation. My foundation is Jesus. He is the one. Amen. You'll be a time you said Jesus Christians got happy, but we confused nowadays. We, and let me tell you what, so let me help you before you get shipped. He's not black or white. Jesus not Democrat or Republican. He's not Baptist or Methodist. He's Jesus. The only begotten son of God. And, and he is my foundation. Yes, sir. Foundation, my foundation. Amen. Foundation. Then thirdly, look at the similarities of these two men. Look, look, look at the similarity. Look, they both heard Jesus teaching. They, they both heard. They both heard. Then look also, they both saw the necessity of building a house. Amen. They, they both heard, they both saw, and then they both were exposed to the same kind of storm. When, when you read in both of them, you see in both of them alive, there came what? Rain, floods, wind. You see, uh, some of this name it, claim it teaching have messed up a lot of Christians. Because some of you think because you're saved and full of the Holy Ghost, you ain't going to have no more storm. No, no, no. No, being saved don't exempt us from storms. Storms are just part of life. Amen, 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 amen. I've lost my mama. I've lost brothers and sisters. lost a daughter. Amen. Amen. That's just part of life. It rains in everybody's life. The Martin Salt commercial said, when it rains, it pours. And Christians go through just as much a storm as everybody else. Christians get sick. Christian loved ones die. Christians lose their job. Christian children act the fool. We have just as much storm like everybody else. Amen. Amen. Don't come over here thinking because you're getting saved, everything gonna be smooth. No, no, there's a there's a storm, just best part of life. It just gets stormy. Amen. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Just somebody going through a storm this morning. Know you're saved. Know you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. And still seem like a, a tragedy have formed the parade and come by your house. Know you're saved. Know you're living right. And still the physical report come back negative. Know you're saved. No, you ain't cursing no more and drinking no more. No, you ain't homemongering no more. And still you lost your job. Similarities are the same. Amen. They both rested in the security of the building they had raised. Amen. So tell all these folk, amen. Tell all these folk, thank you, because you saved, you have it. Because see, a lot of our unsaved people think we have it so great. Amen, they think, they surprised we have problems. That's why be careful sharing your problem with them, because they, they think we don't have no problem. They think every day is Sunday in our lives. They think we don't. 
Sure, Reverend. <laughs> that's why I tell you guys, that's why, that's why when you go to the bar to drink, the, the sinners are surprised. <laughs> All right. Amen. Oh, amen. Because I thought you had Jesus. <laughs> you at the club. Amen. I thought, yeah, the, look at the. They both heard the same teaching. And they both experienced the same thing. Well, 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 finally, look at the results. What were the results? These two men were very similar, but notice the different results. Jesus closes his sermon with a parable that drives home the importance of obedience. Let me say that again. Let me say that again. Jesus closes his sermon by driving home the importance of obedience. The key to God's storehouse of blessings is obedience to the word of God. That was it. Look, look what Jesus said. Look what Jesus said in verse, uh, uh, verse uh, number, number uh, 24. And that whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. Reason why some of you are not being blessed, talking to Christians, you're hard-headed. You want to do whatever you want to do. But the real sign of being saved and full of the Holy Ghost. Oh, help me, Lord Jesus. The real sign. Anybody can wear a cossack. That don't mean nothing. Anybody can carry a big old black Bible. Anybody can wear a white dress. Black suit, black tie, that don't mean nothing. But the real sign that you have been saved is that you obey the word of God. That's the real sign. That's the real sign that you are a child of God because you obey what Jesus said do. That's where you get your blessing from because you obey his word. That's why we need to know the word of God. Because your blessings is not wrapped up in a prayer cloth. Your blessings is not wrapped up in no blessed water or all. Your blessings come from when you obey what God has said. That's how you get blessed. That's what Jesus trying to teach. Jesus trying to teach. Listen, the reason why one man's house fell and the other one didn't, they both experienced the same traumatic hurricane problem, but one stood because he was built on a rock. He obeyed what Jesus said. That's how you make it. That's how the difference between us and them <laughs> is the fact that we obey the word. That's what Peter told them in, in Acts chapter 5, verse 29. They said, don't even speak no more in that name. But Peter said, the other apostle answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. That's why as a pastor going on next month, if I live Second Sunday in February, I'll be pastoring 43 years. When I started pastoring, some old preachers told me, I first started preaching, told me I'd never get a church. I said, well, I may not get one, but I'll tell you one thing, I'm going to obey God. 
That's why on Sunday mornings I don't come to try to satisfy no member of this church. I come to preach this book because I'd rather obey God. That's how you get your blessings. Mary said to the disciples in John chapter 2 when they ran out of wine, Mary said unto them, whatsoever he said unto you, do it. That's how you want to be blessed. If you want to be blessed, it's not where you come from. It's not the color of your skin. God don't love white people more than black people or Hispanic people more than Jews. If you want to be blessed, you learn to obey the word of God. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that may be meat in my house. And that's why some of you are here and go away like you ain't heard nothing. You are built on the sand. That old sandlot religion. I said sandlot religion. That religion don't require nothing. Don't want to do nothing. Just come when I want to come. Do what I want to do. But the rock religion takes some effort. He, you got to get down and build on that rock. Jesus is that rock. That's why we can stand and survive storms. Not because I'm living in some kind of utopia. I got problems like everybody else. But I've learned the secret of survival. I've learned how to make it in the midst of a storm. I've learned you see Jesus never said that my feet wouldn't get wet (laughs) but I'll never drown (laughs) if you build on Jesus the storms will come the rain will fall Uh the winds will blow But we have the assurance that whatever I'm going through, I'm just growing through it because I'm building on Jesus. You see, a palm tree, unlike other trees, a palm tree knows how to survive a storm. You see, other trees, oak trees and and cedar trees they they just try to stand up when the wind is blowing but i did some research uh-huh uh, a palm tree got some long roots and those roots spring out and spread out and go deep and then those roots will wrap around a rock so when the wind is blowing, that palm tree just lay in the wind. When the wind is blowing, that, that palm tree just go with the wind. But just as soon as the wind stops blowing, that palm tree stands up again. And that's the way it is. With every child of God, when the wind blows, I've learned how to just go with the flow. Thank you, Jesus. 
hallelujah the storm won't last forever and when the storm is over I'm going to stand back up again thank you choir for singing that song my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood and righteousness I dare not trust the freest flame but holy and lean on Jesus name on Christ the solid rock I stand all other all other all other ground is sinking sand yes I'm gonna make it yes when the storms come my soul been anchored in the Lord say yeah yeah gonna make it built on Jesus anybody having storms but hang on in there storms won't last if you stay with Jesus the sun will shine again weeping may endure for a night but oh yeah Oh, joy comes in the morning. Yes, 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 he will. I know it all right. I know it all. Oh, he will. Sing because I'm happy. Sing because I'm free. I've been through the storm and he watched over me. Say, yeah, yeah. I know it all right. Give your neighbor a high five. Tell him you can survive the storm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hey, tell your unchristian friends. Sometimes you just got to give me some room. Because when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he brought me through, my, my soul. Say yes, so say yes, celebrate Monday night, the national championship, Monday night, Alabama scored, and then Clemson got the ball, less than a minute left, and the Holy Ghost said, come here, let me teach you something. So you can tell St. James, brother hurt from Alabama, 
from Channelview, Texas with his bad self had ran in, scored, uh and Mr. Watson, yeah, (laughs) from Clemson, got the ball and they started moving and it looked like Alabama had won. I said it looked like time was running out, but they just kept on moving down the field. And with one second left, Mr. 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 Watson threw a pass and they won the game. And all of the Clemson's fans were jumping up and down. Hey, the coach crying and said, I knew if we got the ball back, we were going to win this thing. And the Holy Ghost said, that's the way it is with every child of God. God has snatched victory out of defeat. You don't have to worry. If you stay on the rock, you will win every time somebody say I am a survivor say I'm going to stay on the rock say he will do just what he he said surviving storms of life and they'll either make you bitter or they'll make you better but if you build on Jesus you will survive if you build on Jesus oh oh, you will you will you will you you will you will you will you will you will survive those who hear my word and do with them it's like a wise man hallelujah you can survive the storms of life 